Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Uh, it's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. Also brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. That's for sure. I'm Anita Marks. Amani Toomer joins me now. Mike Tannenbaum will be joining us in the next hour. He's got some sports center duties. Uh, but Amani, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great, Anita. I'm looking forward to a bounce back weekend. And I'm looking forward to see what these Jets have to offer from the Giants. I'm looking forward to see what these Jets have to have in store. You know, we're gonna, we've heard about the Robert Sala and all his, um, and, and all the culture, that, the, good, the good culture and the good vibes that are going down in, with, New York, with the New York Jets. Let's see how it plays itself out uh, when they're up against it without their number one guy, Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Uh, you talk about a bounce back week. It's a must bounce back week for the Giants getting manhandled by the Dallas Cowboys. 40 nothing yesterday. They jumped on a flight to head out west to take on Arizona. We're going to dive into that. We're also going to have Jordan Renan, who's going to be joining us on the program a little bit later. But Amani, I felt like, you know, just with the news with Aaron Rodgers, I felt it was really important that we spend at least the first 45 minutes of the show Absolutely. talking about the Jets. Right. So first things first. I don't know about you. Let's go back to, uh, to, 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 to Monday night. I'm all excited. Can't wait. All the hype, all the hoopla, all the storylines, all the pregame packages and stories out there about Aaron Rodgers. And all of a sudden, four games in, he goes down with an four. Achilles. And, and, and I, got, I, got, I got a text message for somebody uh, who's in the business, who's uh, very well uh, versed in, in injuries and they text me right away and they're like, it's an Achilles. He's done for the year. And so I was like, Oh, and then of course, you know, it wasn't announced until the end of the game, but I'm sure you were watching as well. What did, what, what went through your mind? What was What were you thinking about when Aaron Rodgers went down Amani? I was thinking that, um, I, I was, I, I was thinking with my heart, right? Like I want to see this Aaron Rodgers story. I want to see how it's going to play itself out. I wanted to see him perform on the field and then for it all to go up in smoke uh, in the first uh, you know, series, really. Four plays. He threw one incompletion. It was just going to see him getting warmed up. It was very sad. I, I, when I, I, my initial thoughts were, no, it can't end this way. And then um, I, I felt like, oh, he's just – you're in denial. Oh, it's nothing. He's just tired. It's just a broken shoestring. And then when the reality hit in, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is uh, – it is what it is. And then you have Zach Wilson trotting back out on the field, and all the Jets' hopes and dreams go back to the history that they have uh, with Zach Wilson, and, and that's just not good. So there's a lot of players on that team that made the sacrifice to sign up because they wanted to play Mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers, and now all of a sudden they're on a team with, uh, with Zach Wilson again. So, 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 again, just a roller coaster of emotions, right? And, and I can't even imagine you can, right? Well, I, I can, but different, obviously. As you know, I played women's professional football. Nowhere to this level, of course. And, and what it's all relative, been, Anita. Don't, don't, right? don't, don't do well, that know, to but yourself. You know, you but know? you know what I mean. If I say that, I, I think majority of people roll their eyes. It's fine. But my point being is, like, I can't imagine, like, what – how somber that locker room must have been at the half and then to come out and win 
and beat the Buffalo Bills in that punt return. Just a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. But then, of course, as you know, back at the facility this week, reality sets in. Reality and sets Sala, in. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, it's, and, and Robert Sala comes out and says, this is Zach Wilson's team and we're going to roll with Zach Wilson. And you just you just hit on, on, on a really important po- point. And that is there are men that are on this roster that sacrifice, could have gone elsewhere. Dalvin Cook, right? We know uh, Lazard, Cobb, uh, came here not only for Aaron, of course, but to win a championship. And I, yeah. personally, I personally feel that this team is doing those guys and the fan base a disservice by rolling with Zach Wilson. What say you? I think they're going to roll with Zach Wilson to give him a shot. They want to, they, you know, they, they drafted him very high, so they don't want to just give up on him right away. The plan was never to move on from Zach Wilson. The plan was let Zach Wilson take a breath, learn, be tutored from one of the better players ever in terms of how to prepare, how to be a leader, how to, you know, change his uh, perception and become the quarterback that the Jets ultimately wanted. And now all of a sudden that goes out the window. But when you look at how the the Jets as an organization, as a team, like what Robert Sala has putting together over there with the Jets, the fact that they had some fight and they stood up and they understood what was happening and they won the game anyway. That's the fight that I did not see across the locker room and in terms of uh, with the Giants at MetLife Stadium the Giants didn't have that fight which was which was shocking because when you think of cultures you think of the Giants have one of the better cultures in in football but the Jets when culture was in motion when the when the chips were down this team as a group collectively all got together and just did not refuse and refused to let the status quo of oh well Aaron's gone. Let's just move on now. No, this team got fought back and won on a special teams uh, in overtime on a special teams play. That just shows you that the entire team is still locked in. And Robert Sala is doing a great job in terms of getting his players prepared. And when I talk about getting the players prepared, you have to get the backups prepared. And the fact that you have a young quarterback that's gotten benched and he's still focused and mentally into it. That has a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers. That has a lot to do with Robert Sala. That has a lot to do with the Jets organization. The fact that he was so prepared to play, and I expect him to be even more comfortable uh, and, and, and perform even better uh, on, um, on, on in, week, in, in week two versus the Cowboys. Listen, this is a Cowboys team. You saw them up close and personal. Again, uh, you're, you, you work with the Giants and their broadcast team. Uh, Michael Parsons, they are so good. Zach Wilson only threw the ball 21 times last week. Both these defenses, the Jets and the Dallas Cowboys, you could argue top five in the NFL, right, Amani? I, I think that I think the Jets could keep this game close, but if they turn the ball over, game over. Game so over. So I, I just I think that they're going to keep. I'm not look. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not expecting Zach Wilson to throw the ball more than 20 times. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of the running game. Hopefully, Brees Hall can do what he did last week against the Bills. Uh, Dalvin Cook and um, and and this offensive line, who, by the way, Becton's dealing with a knee issue. Brown's dealing with a shoulder. We'll get the latest with him, with uh, with Rich Semini, who's going to be joining us at 8.30. But I think this is going to be a game plan, Amani, and tell me if you think I'm wrong, where they're going to have to have a big commitment to running the football, keep that, keep that Dallas uh, defense blitzing, 
um, you know, in check and don't turn the ball over and hope that your defense can keep this close where it, it could be one at the end. Here's another one for you. Zerline is out. Uh, mm. So they had to bring in another uh, place kicker to come in. So now notch down in regard to special teams where I think, again, Amani, if, if, if this defense can step up, Zach doesn't turn the ball over, they run the football, eat up time of possession, it could come down to three points. I still just, you know, the fact that Zerline's not going to be there, that's another issue as well. Yeah, I think kickers being gone is not as same as a um, is a player that's going to. I mean, you're, it's going to affect the confidence overall of the team. I get that, but in terms of of uh, as a player, you're more used to a new kicker coming. I, I was more used to a new kicker coming in as opposed to having to you know a quarterback or or, or filling some of the more needing positions that they have now at their offensive line. Their offensive line really struggled last week. And it showed, and now they have uh, the Dallas Cowboys, one of the better defensive lines coming into, um, coming in, you know, that they're going to be up against. And so I feel like when you, uh, I feel like there's some players that are going to have to step up. I feel like this is going to have to be a game where they're heavy run, heavy draw, quick screens, get the ball mm-hmm. out of their hands. Mm-hmm. And, and run at Micah Parsons and keep because you have to keep the pressure off of Zach Wilson. Uh, he's not going to win you the game by himself. Even last week when they won, he only threw the ball 21 times, like you said. Uh, one touchdown, one interception, a passer rating of 81.4. And so he's not a guy that's going to win you the game, but he could be. And he has been, for the Jets in recent history, a guy that's lost them a lot of games. 800-919-3776, the phone number if you want to chime in. Now's the time to do so. Uh, Amani Toomer and I talking about the Jets, at least for the first 45 minutes, maybe an hour uh, to New York game day, because obviously it's it's the biggest storyline. When we get back, we're going to take some calls, Amani. Also, I want to look big picture here, right? Because you've got a Bills team now that's 0-1. Uh, the Jets obviously, again, beating them. You've got a Patriots team that's 0-1. They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, which, by the way, I think they should have beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. They outgained them in yards in uh, third-down conversion. Uh, it's just series of unlucky events that took place in turnovers, of course. They lost uh, in a Miami Dolphins team that's 1-0, and and here the Jets are 1-0. So now for the first time in since, I want to say, 2013, Amani, the, the, the Miami Dolphins are favored to win the AFC East. All right. So coming into the season, the Buffalo Bills were favored at plus 135. Now the Miami Dolphins are favored at plus 135. The Patriots are nine to one. So I just I want to take a look at the AFC East with you and and just look big picture here. Also, I want to talk about I know we heard from Robert Sala and he came out and he said this is Zach Wilson's team. Mm -hmm. Listen, we change our mind at times. There, there, there is a plethora of other quarterback options out there that mm-hmm. I'm going to tee up for you. Okay. And curious, to, and curious to get your thoughts, uh, what, what your top three would be if you were Joe Douglas and you were the GM of this Jets team. We'll do all that when we get back, and we'll take your calls, 800-919-3776. Amani Tuber, Anita Marks, Mike Tannenbaum will be joining us at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. Also, we're going to hear from Rich Samini in about 15 minutes. So a lot more coming your way right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I wouldn't say there was a lot of pressure just because, you know, the guys in the locker room do a good job, you know, showing that they always got my back and leaning on each other, keeping our circle tight. And at the end of the day, like I said, we get to play football for a living, so we got to have fun with it. Zach Wilson. Pretty confident heading into a really tough matchup against those Dallas Cowboys. Uh, join your favorite ESPN New York host, the ultimate tailgate party located in lot G17 before the Jets take on the New England Patriots on Sunday, September 24th. We'll have plenty of tailgate games, music, prizes, giveaways. ESPN New York, the ultimate Jets tailgate brought to you by Corona, Don Julio Tequila, and by Guinness. Again, Rich Simini is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes. Stay tuned for that. All right, Amani, so I'm going to throw out a few names here, um, you know, and, and, and a few different options. Obviously, and if you watched Greeny on Get Up and a number of the ESPN programs this week, I, I think we're all in agreement. Well, maybe we're not. At least I, I believe, really, the best option to me would be Kirk Cousins. I, I think he's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, and, and I think he would be a good plug and play here that can help this Jets team get to the postseason and, who knows, possibly do some damage but here are some other quarterbacks to trade for. Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray, um, some backups. Andy Dalton with the Carolina Panthers. Gardner Minshew with the Colts. Um, Mitchell Trubisky with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota with the Eagles. Justin, uh, Jameis Winston with the Saints. Out of retirement, Matt Ryan. Out of retirement, Phillip Rivers. Free agents, Nick Foles. Carson Wentz, Colt McCoy. I, I, I know this is a slew. Some of you might be rolling your eyes and saying, oh gosh, I need a no. Uh, but out of those that I just threw your way, give me your top three that you think would be better than Zach Wilson right now. Oh, you got to go with Nick Foles. Uh, I think that to me is the, is the best one because the thing about it is you don't want to make it a, you don't want to jeopardize the future in terms of if and when Aaron Rodgers comes back you don't want to give him the impression that you've moved on so it has to be kind of a short-term fix um Kirk Cousins I just don't think that's reality because there's no way the Vikings are gonna basically throw out their whole season um they have an opportunity to 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 win a lot of games this year I I just can't see them moving on from him uh I think Jameis Winston is a is a good pickup uh, but you got to understand, like, this whole team was built around Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and, and, and um, Nathaniel Hackett. 
the only reason why that it, you know the, the, that marriage is, is so it works out is gonna it was supposed to work out so well is for the familiarity and the fact that the offense was made up over the last you know 15 years Aaron Rodgers being in Green Bay and he's bringing his offense over kind of like Tom Brady did when he left the Patriots and went down to Tampa Bay so yeah I, I just I just think that you have to get a journeyman that can win you a few games and also you have to bring somebody in if Zach Wilson proves to be you know ineffective like he's been in you know like for most of his Jets career you you have to for the rest of this locker room to keep that mojo going and keep that fight in that locker room you have to bring in somebody you can't rock with uh, Zach Wilson for for too long if he plays if he performs poorly uh you know you know against the Cowboys I think it's almost a must you you have to go out and sign somebody this week uh just to let everybody else know that there's reinforcements on the way but if not um you can you can not only really expose Zach Wilson and have him you know, really, if you if the future is Zach Wilson, you know, you not, if he goes out there and plays horribly over the next couple of games, or or even the, again the game versus the, the, the Cowboys, he might be out of the league in a couple of years. Like this might be the last straw for him because the the performances that he put on the field have been so bad that if he you know has a similar performance to what he had last year. Who's going to want to pick up, pick this guy up? I mean, he might not ever be a starter again in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of options, not very many good options, but uh, you know, it, you don't want to fill it with somebody who's going to stay, stay stick around too long and move Aaron Rodgers. Uh, get the perception that Aaron Rodgers is, is done for his career as well. You know, here, here's another one, uh, another topic, and, and I don't think it's being discussed enough, and, and that is Nathaniel Hackett, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, failed miserably last year in Denver. Granted, he was a head coach, but also uh, had, had a, a big uh, role in, in, in the play calling and trying to um, help Russell Wilson bring his game over to mile high, and that failed miserably, even to the point where, um, you know, he was called out uh, we know a few weeks prior to the season beginning. Yeah, you know Nathaniel Hackett was brought here to lure Aaron Rodgers. It's, this is really Aaron Rodgers' offense. Granted, yes. uh, he had success with Nathaniel Hackett. So now this is this is a different animal for Nathaniel Hackett. Now Nathaniel Hackett is is going to have to like le- legit coach and coach <laughs> up. Yeah. Zach Wilson, right? Like yeah. this is this is this is this isn't what I believe Nathaniel Hackett signed up for, right? It's not what he signed up for. I mean, he signed up to 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 watch Aaron to to just help Aaron his his friend Aaron Rodgers um, really try to exploit this opportunity to win another Super Bowl in New York and to you know really re resuscitate his uh, perception that he uh, that he's had you know the reputation that he's lost uh, because of his futility out in, in Denver. So this is a big moment for him as well. It's, it's easy to. There's a lot of guys that, you know, coach Peyton Manning, coach Tom Brady, coach Drew Brees, that all of a sudden, you know, get these head coaching jobs, uh, and, and and kind of kind of don't perform as well because it's easy to coach the, the greats. Now he's going to have to really earn his stripes and coach, you know, a, a player into being great, which is an entirely different, uh, entirely different task. And yeah, he's going to have to coach. He's going to have to motivate. He's going to have to resuscitate. If 
the, the, the mental aspect, if Zach Wilson continues to, 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 to struggle, he's going to have to find a way to keep his mind going in a positive direction while the Jets figure out what they do with their quarterback position to keep – because everybody's watching this position. Everybody in the locker room is looking around and, and, and saying, should I give up now? Should I should – I, are we done? Are we still a Super Bowl team? And a lot of that rests in that quarterback room and a lot of that rests on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. Can he galvanize this locker room after he lost it last year to Mike White? Um, and and there, there's just a lot – that everybody in that locker room, everybody in that organization is making sure that, you know, all the belief and all the hard knocks and all the stuff that Robert Sala is putting down, it's going to have to hit the road. You know, the rubber's going to meet the road when you look at how this team is going to perform. They did, they passed with flying colors on, on uh, a Monday night when, when Aaron Rodgers went down and that team kept fighting, but we're going to see if they're going to keep fighting if they know that their quarterback is Zach Wilson. There's nothing more deflating than going into a game knowing you have to play perfect because your quarterback is going to hold you back. I've played on many teams like that in the past, and your margin of, of victory, the, the, the high level that you have to play with, it's very intimidating because you know that you can't make mistakes or turn the ball over and think that you're going to even have a chance to compete in a game. And it's just it's a very deflating, deflating situation. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Kenny in Deer Park. He wants to chime in. Kenny, welcome in to New York Game Day. How you doing this morning? Good morning, guys. How you doing today? I'm doing well. To the team. Thank you. Uh, I think just by having Aaron Rodgers with him for the three or four months, I think it was a big eye-opener for the kid. I, I think they're going to dumb down the offense, and I don't think he's going to make stupid mistakes. I really think we got a good chance of winning today. We got a great defense. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have a great defense. Kenny, that's thanks no, for the call. Yeah, thanks, Kenny. There's no question about that. You have a great defense. That's 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 good. But there's a reason why quarterbacks get paid so much in this league, and the reason why they're so emphasized in this league. And there's one thing that can sink a team quicker than anything else, and that's poor quarterbacking play. Because you stop believing. You say, "Ah, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. I can prepare all I want if." This quarterback is who he is, or who he thinks he is, we think he is. Yeah, it's not going to matter. He's going to give the turn the ball over at an inopportune time, and all our work is going to be for naught. That is what you're fighting against if you're Robert Sala. That is what you're fighting against if you're in that jet locker room, and you need some sign, any glimpse, a glimmer of hope. Last week's was a good was a good performance in terms of keeping this team above water. But can he do it consistently? Especially going down to Dallas. Like Dallas is a very tough position, tough place to play in terms of playing against that defensive line. You have to get the ball out of your hand. You have to make quick decisions. There's no sitting there with the ball in your hand trying to run around, figure it out. This this defensive line with Micah Parsons, with Lawrence down there in down in Dallas, man, he's going to have to play an exceptional game just to keep the team motivated and focused. And hopefully the Jet organization is going to give him maybe one or two weeks before they start making decisions and, and trying to bring it in or making some of these dramatic changes to, to bring in a quarterback to, you know, to pretty much, uh, you know, take the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands. 
He is a money tumor. I am Anita Marks. This is New York Game Day. When we return, Rich Samini, who covers the Jets, will be joining us. We'll get the latest from him. Find out what has this week been like at practice uh, now that reality has set in, knowing that Zach Wilson now will be the starting quarterback for the Jets, at least for the game later on today against the Dallas Cowboys. Rich Samini next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Anita Marks, Amani Toomer, and we have Mike Tannenbaum who's going to be joining us at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. But right now... It's time for Rich Samini. does a phenomenal job covering the Jets. Uh, he has his own podcast called Flight Deck. Make sure you subscribe to it, listen to it each and every week. And the Rich Samini Jets Report brought to you by London Jewelers. Rich, good morning. How are you? Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. Um, you know, obviously, kicked off the show. Biggest news, uh, no less. Uh, first things first, let, let's start with Aaron Rodgers before we dive into Zach Wilson, right? Uh, had surgery, all of us, of course, following him on all things social media. Uh, apparently, the surgery went well. He's out there on the West Coast. But anticipating and and hoping that he's back in five months, possibly in time, if this Jets team does make it to the postseason. Uh, is that surprising to you, Rich? Um, not really. I mean, Aaron is just such a competitive guy that, uh, you know, and, you know, he went to the top surgeon in the world who does this. He's done Kobe's. He did Kobe's uh, Achilles back in the day, and he's done this before. Um, And so Aaron really wants to be highly motivated and try to fast track this. Um, I would just say that I think Cam Akers had a five and a half month recovery, you know, when he was injured a couple of years ago and made it back for the end of the regular season. Uh, and that was a running back in five and a half months. So I think there's a lot of factors at play here. Um, I think it's great that Rodgers wants to try to come back. I think it's highly, highly unlikely. Um, number one, it would be unprecedented. No quarterback in history who ever played a week one game um, ever came back and was injured, ever came back and played in the playoffs. It just it just hasn't happened. You play one game, you're injured, and you come back to the playoffs. It's never been done before. And there's also the football factor. You know, if Zach Wilson somehow gets this season's playoffs, I really don't think the Jets would go back to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, So I think it's great that he wants to try to come back. I think the important news here is that he absolutely will be coming back in 2024. I think that's what Jet fans should embrace, uh, eliminating any doubt. Not that there was a lot of doubt, but just eliminating whatever doubt there was that this, this player wants to come back and play in 2024. Hey, Rich, I, I look at, I'm looking at this game versus the Cowboys, and I understand the Jets are, are, are talk, worrying about their quarterback and they're worrying about, you know, is he going to come back? What's going to be with Zach Wilson? But one thing that was apparent on the Monday night game was this offensive line struggled mightily versus the Buffalo Bills. Now, now they're going to go through a, a, an entirely different animal as they go down to Dallas and face the defensive line of the Cowboys do you, do you are, is nobody talking about who, how are they going to stop Micah Parsons? Like what's, what's the kind of <laughs> thoughts down in, 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 in with the jets about how they're going to deal with this defense 
more specifically, this defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Parsons is great. You know, Salah said uh, Dallas might as well get the bag of money ready now because he's going to get a Bosa-like contract after the season, and he will. And uh, the Jets don't think their offensive line played that badly on Monday night, and I, I tend to agree with them. Really? No, no, I don't think they did. No, I mean, obviously the quarterback got hurt, but that was not the offensive line's fault. Um, Zach Wilson held the ball too long. In fact, he had the slowest delivery time in the league last week, 3.29 seconds average, That's a great uh, which was slowest among starting quarterbacks yeah. and uh, not starters, just qualifiers in week one. So he's got to get the ball out quicker against this Dallas front. Uh, do the Jets have a great offensive line? No, they don't. But I think uh, – there's going to be a lot of pressure on Makai Becton. Makai, I mean, the Micah Parsons lines up pretty much everywhere, but most of the time, based on tendencies, he's lining up on Becton's side. Talk to Becton about that. He's very confident in his own ability, and he feels he can handle Parsons. Obviously, there's going to be some double teaming involved. And so uh, it's, a, it's a huge challenge. I mean, Dallas had the best pass rush in, in week one by far. And so I would just think that ball is going to be coming out very quickly today. Again, Rich Sumini joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Rich, are you surprised that, uh, that the Jets are so committed to rolling with Zach Wilson? There's such unbelievable talent here on both sides, the offense and defense. Guys like um, Dalvin Cook and, and, and Lazard and Cobb who came here not only just to play with Aaron Rodgers but to, to make it to the postseason. And I just momentarily I just listed a, a number of quarterbacks that the Jets potentially could knock the door uh, of a number of teams and inquire on, let alone Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, Colt McCoy, who are free agents. Are you surprised that it's just it's 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 Zach Wilson, or do you anticipate after this Dallas Cowboys game uh, that we'll see a move and, and maybe them bring in another quarterback to, to add to that quarterback room? How do you see this playing out, Rich? It's a very interesting uh, multi-layered situation. Um, number one, they're committed to Zach Wilson right now. This decision didn't happen last week. This decision happened actually toward the end of last season or in the off season when they decided that, hey, Zach Wilson is going to be our backup. We're going to try to get Rodgers. We'll make Wilson the backup, and we think we can rehabilitate this guy's career. So Joe Douglas made that decision a long time ago. He's got a strong conviction in Wilson, and he's sticking with it. Now, if it blows up on him, it's going to look really bad for Joe Douglas, and it would seriously compromise their season. Uh, no one is trading their backup quarterback in week two or week three. I mean, so there is no chance the Jets are going to go out and get an Andy Dalton or a uh, or a Jameis Winston in week three. It's just no team is going to mail it in that quickly. I mean, every team value, you know, QB twos are very important people. I mean, especially mm-hmm. if your team is still in contention and everybody's still in contention right now. Could they bring in a quarterback this coming week? I, I do think that is a possibility, but it's going to be someone – of the third string ilk. Uh, they tried to get Brett Rippon from the Rams last week, but he was uh, got promoted from the practice squad to the 53. So it'll be someone of that ilk. Um, they're riding with Wilson. Now, they got the bye in five weeks. If at the bye week this team is floundering and they still have hope to try to get their season back and Wilson's not getting it done, then at that point I think Joe Douglas would step up and try to make a significant trade. But as of right now, there's just no quarterback to be had right now that's better than what they have. Really, really quick, um, you know, you, you mentioned something, and, and I got a call the other day 
you know, knowing that Aaron Rodgers was pushing 40, knowing that there was some concerns behind this offensive line, Rich, why why didn't they address the, the quarterback situation and, and vamp up that room even better than just Zach Wilson waiting in, 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 in the, uh, in the wings. Why, why wasn't, why didn't they yeah. go after and bring in another veteran quarterback, at least to have three solid quarterbacks in this room, knowing that this is a team that could win a Super Bowl this year. You said it quarter. The, the backup, the backup quarterback is, is I think it's, it's underrated. I think it's one of the most important, important positions, especially for a team that has this much talent, like the jets do. Right. Yeah. So I take it. You're not a Tim Boyle fan. So, uh, <laughs> Um, it's a valid question, Anita. It, it is certainly uh, a question that we all thought about during the off season. I mean, if something happens to Rodgers. You know, do you really want to go with Zach Wilson, given all his struggles last year? It's a fair question. Uh, you know, I I don't know if it's a second guess or not. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming you thought the same thing through the off season and everything. I had the same thought. Like, are they really going with Zach Wilson? But I think. Part of it was that, you know, they drafted the guy second overall, so obviously they had very, very strong feelings about him. Secondly, there's probably some stubbornness involved. You know, you don't want to give up on someone you invested that much in, and that's really not a good reason you know, to make a decision, but I'm sure there's some of that stubbornness and ego involved in this decision. But uh, And here he is. And uh, they could have brought in – I don't know, a Teddy Bridgewater or, or someone of that ilk, a, Joe, a Jacoby Brissett. And I guess they could have made Wilson the third quarterback. It would have been it would have been uncomfortable. I mean, he really wouldn't have been getting better as a third quarterback. He wouldn't have been getting that many reps. But it was feasible to bring in another backup quarterback, and, and now they're in this situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this situation, and I'm thinking – why didn't they keep Mike White? I mean, Mike White seemed to really get this team going last year, and all of a sudden now you, you, you're going to go back with a guy that lost his job to uh, – he lost his job to Mike White and Zach Wilson. So, I, yeah, that yeah. – what's what the about, keep, uh, about Mike uh, Amani, White? Yeah, yeah, they tried to keep him, um, but he didn't really want to stay. I mean, he didn't want to come back to that situation. I mean, had they – gotten rid of Zach Wilson, then I think Mike White would have would have strongly considered staying, but he got an offer to go back home. He's from Florida. You know, they gave him, I think it was $4 million a year for two years, and uh, it I don't blame him for leaving. It's a better situation. I mean, going down there to back up Tua, I mean, Tua's had some injuries, so you know there's a chance he might play down there. Um, so they did try to keep Mike White. I don't know how strong an effort it was, but that would be a good guy to have, a guy like a Mike White in this situation. But again, Joe Douglas made this decision on Wilson. He's he's sticking to it, and through hell or high water, and it, it looks like it might be high water right now. And yeah. uh, but he's sticking to it. Yeah, Rich, I've um, been in many situations where they just won't give up on a quarterback. It's like the first round. Like if you draft a quarterback first round, it's almost like <laughs> you're kinged. You have your you're uh, yeah. untouchable for a little while. It's unbelievable. Out, yeah. out, outside, of the, <laughs> outside yeah, of the Arizona Cardinals. Outside of the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> in Steve Wright. Um, really quick, Rich, before I let you go, bring us up to speed on some of the other, what, what we need to be in the know about as we get closer to kickoff, right? I, I was reading uh, Becton knee, uh, Brown shoulder, Brees Hall knee. What, what can we expect? Who's in, who's out? Kind of, you know, give us the lay of the land as we get closer to kickoff. 
Yeah, they're all in, those guys you mentioned. Uh, of course, they have a new kicker. We haven't mentioned that. Uh, mm-hmm. Austin Siebert signed yesterday. Um, Greg Zerline, uh, Thursday in practice, uh, pulled the groin, so he's out this week. I don't think it's a long-term injury, just serious enough to keep him out this week. So I know they were, there were some big-name kickers out there, like Robbie Gold, um, you know, Crosby, but, I mean, I think they found it difficult to – get one of those guys to come in for what appears to be a very short-term stint. So they got this uh, Seabird who was with uh, Cleveland and Detroit. They put him on the practice squad ever so briefly, and then they promoted him from the practice squad. And so probably next week he'll go back to the practice squad, assuming Zerline is healthy. It's a big move, though. I mean, Zerline had a great preseason. He was 9 for 10, I think, on field goals. Coming into a place that he knows very well in Dallas, and – I have to think this is going to be a low-scoring game because you're talking about two really good defenses. So a field goal or two could decide this game, and now the Jets are going with a guy who hasn't kicked in a regular season game since last October. Yeah, It's... I don't know. Another, another, posi- another position that... Yeah, that seems very tough. Uh, but kickers seem to t- tend to be evergreen. They, I feel like a kicker... Coming in, having a great game, uh, you know, winning a game on a, on a last-minute field goal is not that out of the question. But when you're looking at this defensive line, you look at the defensive line that they're going up against, you look at Mekhi Becton, like how do you feel that – like I, I'm just very nervous about a young quarterback that holds the ball and a defensive line like the Dallas Cowboys – I just can't get over that. That to me is just something yeah. that I can't like. It's like I can't look away from when I'm trying yeah, to preview well, this game. Well, I think they have guys by the name of Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall who I think are going to be Zach Wilson's best friends today because if they can get that running game going like they did against Buffalo, they ran for 170 something against Buffalo. Brees Hall, of course, a spectacular return from his ACL injury. Uh, if they can get that going, that is going to do a lot for the uh, in neutralizing that pass rush because that'll take them out of the obvious, you know, down in distances where they have to throw. Uh, so that that's the key to the game. If the Jets can assert themselves in the trenches, and, and you know what, the Giants were doing it in the first series of that game before it got out of hand. Barkley mm. was having some success running inside. The, the Giants offensive line was doing a really good job with some double team blocks, and there were some holes for Barkley. And then, then of course, they started making all those mistakes, and, and it got out of hand. But uh, I think that little glimpse right there in that first series maybe provided the Jets with an idea, a game plan, what they could do against Dallas. Um, real quick before we let you go, Rich, uh, give us your prediction. How do you see this game playing out? Who wins? What do you think the score is going to be? Well, I'm picking Dallas 23-16 uh, for the reasons Amani just said. I mean, it's just a tough spot for Zach Wilson. Short week, uh, on the road. Uh, he's not. This is his first year in the Jets' offense. He's getting used to Hackett. Just a really tough spot for Zach Wilson. But I do think two, the defenses will control the game. And in the end, you know, probably Dallas makes one or two plays more than the Jets. But I do think the Jets' defense will show up. And I do think the Jet defense will cause some problems for Zach, Dak Prescott. We haven't talked about that. Yeah, that's, that's true. I think they can do it. You know, they can do a number on Dak Prescott as well. And uh, but I just just I just think Wilson's inexperience in being in a tough spot like this. So I'm taking Dallas here. 
Rich, always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. Again, Rich Samini, he's got a great podcast. It's called Flight Deck. Make sure you uh, subscribe to it and listen to it each and every week. Uh, Rich, enjoy the game later on this afternoon. Okay. Uh, Rich Samini, Jet <laughs> Report, <too. laughs> brought, to you, <laughs> brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at londonjewelers.com. We come back. Uh, we'll get your calls. Mark D. Allen, hang tight. And we've got to start talking about that other team, the team that wears blue, not oh, green. No. Uh, oh, we will tra- no. <laughs> we will transition <laughs> to the Giants as well. Uh, and then, of course, at the top of the hour, Mike Tannenbaum will join us. We'll have Amani's keys to the game as well as Mike Tannenbaum's bomb of the week. So still a lot more coming your way here on 90.7 ESPN. Anita Marks, Amani Toomer, and you here on 98.7 ESPN, 800-919-3776 is the phone number. also want to remind you, Golf Zone Social is an indoor golf simulator with 22 hitting bays and a family-friendly sports bar environment. It's the perfect place to tee it up for birthday parties, team-building events, friendly get-togethers. Keep it locked right here to ESPN New York for your chance to score a $100 Golf Zone Social Hitting Bay Reservation Credit coming up later on in today's show. So it's all thanks to Golf Zone Social, the most social experience in golf. Cheers to food, cheers to golf, cheers to fun. Also want to remind you, enter the ESPN New York no-hitter sweepstakes for your chance to win $25,000. Find the no-hitter tile on the ESPN New York app. Pick a team, submit your entry. Today's qualifier is Michael Sebkowski, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong, uh, from Rye Brook, New York, uh, who has chosen New York's American League team to throw a no-hitter today, presented by MoheganSunCasino.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Amani, we have quite a few calls. Let's get to them. Mm-hmm. 800-919-3776. Let's go to uh, Mark in New Jersey. Mark, welcome in. Anita, Amani, thanks for taking the call. Happy Sunday, guys. All right, Mark. Let's see if it's going to be happy Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we will see. Um, I'm not a. Uh, I just wanted to call in about the Jets. I'm not actually a. Um, Anita, I had talked to me a few times. I'm not a Jet or Giant fan, but I wanted to talk about the Jet game. You know, you never know what could happen. I mean, yeah, they're going to definitely dumb it down. They have that running game of Cook and Hall, and you know, Dak Prescott. I mean, is a guy who. Um, you know, let's let's not like get him like like a longer leash now. This is the guy who's turned the ball over a lot that still has a lot of questions. The Jet defense is gonna. You know, I, I feel like they're going to turn them over. I think this is going to be a close game, but I, I do feel like Dallas might have the edge. I mean, Brandon Cooks being out also gives them one less of a threat. Um, but, you know, we'll see what they do covering CeeDee Lamb and those other receivers. I do think this is going to be a closer game. Um, Anita knows that I'm a 49ers fan and knows that, uh, listen, Brock Purdy continues to uh, impress Anita. I don't, you got to believe in Brock. I'm just saying. It, it's And, Mark, uh, I, I, I hear you. I appreciate the phone call. Here's my thing, Amani. How do how does thirty one teams pass up on Brock, Pur- Brock Purdy more more than seven times? Because keep in mind, teams had multiple picks in, in in certain rounds, right? Yeah. Like, how could so many teams and so many scouting departments get it wrong, Amani? Because he's short and he doesn't have like a, a, a out of this world arm, right? The thing about it is, one a lot of times, pro, uh, the teams get caught up in drafting body types. Because throughout history, they come up with body types. Each team has a body type that they feel like 
their quarterback needs to be in that window. And he's not in any window of, of body types. But that doesn't mean he can't play football. That's, the imp- that's what makes the draft process so in, uh, in, imperfect because you, you don't want to be that young scout that's pounding your foot, your hand on the table over a, a guy who's undersized, who's underspeeded, who's not um, a traditional prototype kind of, uh, of, of player. And, and that's basically what it is. I mean, you, you'll find a lot of quarterbacks who are, you know, 6'1", 6'2", you'll find a, that, that are, you know, 6'4", 5", that get a lot more leeway because it's easier to defend the pick that, oh, well, he's 6'5", he was great in college, he had all these stats. We didn't know he was going to be a bust, but if you draft a five foot seven quarterback and all of a sudden like he's a bust, then they're going to go back and look, who's the guy who banged his hand on the table for this five foot seven quarterback thinking that he could play? That's why you look at the whole league is a, a CYA cover your hind parts uh, in terms of what you do and your decisions. And you can easily defend if you're drafting towards a, a, a prototype, then somebody who's out of the box. And that's why guys like Brock Purdy, guys like uh, Tom Brady, guys like, um, you know, that are Hall of Famers, they can just play the game. They just, they're not in the window that people, that make people feel comfortable to take them as high as they take them. I hear you. He's a money tumor. I'm Anita Marks. Quick break. We come back. Mike Tannenbaum will join us, uh, our third party to New York game day with you each and every Sunday morning this season. I like season. Danny D. <laughs> Danny, that's why I get paid the small box money. <laughs> that's Danny why you get D. paid the big box, Anita. Who are you talking and about? And Alan, hang tight. Uh, I don't know whose bank account you've been looking at. Uh, Danny <laughs> D. and Alan, hang tight. Uh, I do want to get to your calls, but uh, I do want to bring Mike Tannenbaum in. I-, I know we have yet to talk about Big Blue. I promise we will in this coming hour. But first, we want to get Mike Tannenbaum's thoughts uh, in regard to what the Jets are rolling with today against the Dallas Cowboys. We'll do all that next. We kick off hour number two right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets.